everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 You guys, it's Rick Tittle! Hey, welcome back to Sports Byline USA. What is going on with y'all? What is going on with y'alls and your calls? It's time to talk some sports live. It's 9.06 here in downtown San Francisco. Hope you had a good Labor Day weekend. I'm back in the saddle again. Taking your calls about football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, put a troll ball, chess checkers, rugby, rugby, cricket again. I almost got to do it. Uh... It is Tuesday, so in about a half hour, we'll be joined by Karen Lyle from salespartalk.com. Also in the second hour, in about an hour and a half, John Eisenberg has written a new book called Rocket Men about the history of black quarterbacks who revolutionized pro football. Uh, J.D. Sharp will join us, uh, scheduled to appear. And then uh, talking college football uh, Super 16 poll with uh, Coach uh, Mel Churchma, who I've had on uh, many times over the years, and uh, a, a groundbreaking coach. He would take a pick, and he would go out there, and he would break ground with it. That's what he would do. Uh, college football, um, we see what <clears throat> some seasons might be over. <laughs> Clemson. <coughs> uh, we also <laughs> had the beginning of the last season of the Pac-12 it's the end of the Pac-12 as we know it. Uh, Washington State's not feeling fine. Uh, NFL, hey, let the hype begin. Week one. The tell a week, man. Week one uh, as well. 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. 1-800-878-7529. Around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. I bow down to the troops. They're the ones that keep us safe and allow us to do this. So... You stay safe. Hope we see you at home very soon. We're on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app. I'm on Twitch.tv. We got the really blurry, cheapo webcam going. So check me out there and all my blurriness. And uh, Twitter is at Rick Tittle. Tittle Sports with Rick Tittle on Facebook as well. We got three hours. Let's do this. 
Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295-800-965-1295-800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. 1-800-878-PLAY. Open lines, and let's start off in Houston, Texas, with our friend Christian. How you doing, my man? I'm doing all right, Rick Tittle. Hope you had an enjoyable Labor Day weekend. <laughs> you too. What's on your mind? And nothing much except for, well, let's just face it. This week, this past weekend marked 
pretty much the start of the last year of college football as we know it. I mean, let's just face it. The entirety of college football is changing up. You got Colorado basically saying, hey, we want to move to the Big 12, but let's go ahead. We want to move back to the Big 12, but let's go ahead and kill off the Pac-12 first while they basically upset TCU. You got you got Stanford, California, and Southern Methodist wanting to go to the Atlantic Coast Conference just to make that conference even more tangled mess than having Notre Dame in it. And you got, well, let's just face it. Do you think that Clemson losing to Duke last night was just a bit of a wake-up call, or do you think that they'll just shrug it off? Uh, I think they're done. I don't know. Dabo Swinney said it was indefensible. Um, they're... I mean, the way they lost, how many times did they take it down to the one-yard line and fumble it away? Like three times? I mean, it was it was almost like they <laughs> were cursed. It was a ridiculous way to throw away. And they had this, um, I'm trying to remember his name, the offensive coordinator who came in that was going to, you know, revolutionize everything. And, uh, and uh, it was just a uh, complete flop. Garrett Riley, that's his name. They brought him in, and uh, so far, not so good. So you're saying that they're done in the case of go ahead and kiss the CFP goodbye? Kiss the CFP goodbye, but, you know, maybe a bowl game. I'm sure they'll have at least six wins. They're Clemson. But, yeah, this is uh, uh, humiliating to lose to a basketball school. Uh, Yeah, of course. And to do that twice in the last 34 years. But <laughs> it's been a long no. time, yeah. We, <laughs> yeah. Who are we complaining about? But still, though, when you look at what happened in the past weekend of college football, knowing the potential implications to come, especially with, unfortunately, the possible death of the Pac-12 conference, do you think that the future of college football, even with these misaligned conferences, is just going to feel a little wacky without a West Coast presence? And I mean a true West Coast presence, not the Mountain West. <laughs> well, there will be a West Coast presence. Uh, they just won't be called a West Coast conference. I mean, you're going to have <laughs> two Bay Area teams in the Atlantic Coast. You're going to have... You know, schools from Arizona and and Los Angeles and the Big 12, you're going to have Big Ten teams, Oregon and Washington. I mean, you're going to have plenty of West Coast teams. They're just not going to be called anything like a conference is all. Yeah, I mean, it does kind of suck, especially considering the fact that, I mean, you're a cow alum. You should know that your biggest rivals, aside from Stanford, are what UCLA and USC in the south, in Southern California, and obviously Washington and Oregon up north. You're not even going to have that opportunity to say, "Hey, you know, let's talk about Cal Oregon, let's talk about Cal USC, or something like that." I am a Cal alum for three units. I'm a St. Mary's alum, but I did go to summer school there. My apologies. That's okay. And I, 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 I do talk about the class I took there with Dr. Harry Edwards, which was one of the more fascinating classes I took in five years of college. But I also grew up 10 minutes from that stadium, so I've always 
you know, had a soft spot for Cal, obviously. Understood, understood. But, I mean, for me, being a diehard in the wool Houston sports fan, I mean, I care more about U of H and mm-hmm. for the HBCU crowd, Texas Southern, than I do for Rice or Prairie View A&M. Mm-hmm. But still, though, to see Houston thrive in the Big 12 is going to be a bit easy, a bit hard. Easy on the fact that they're going to have some winnable games. Hard because they're basically going to be cabin fodder in basketball to Kansas and in football to, like, what, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State for a year and then the rest is just a free-for-all? Well, it's going to take a while to figure out how the dominoes are going to fall. Um, luckily, we don't have to do that this year. You know, um, we'll, we'll, we're, we're going to see what's going to happen. The, you know, people were talking about, oh, the travel is going to be so horrible. It's going to be so horrible. And, and it's like, well, you know, the, these kids are all getting on planes anyway. It's just going to be a little bit longer flights uh, is all. And, um, you know, there's going to be new rivalries born I would imagine um, I was. It would have been cool if Cal and Stanford would have gone to the Big Ten. Then they could have kept, you know, Oregon and Washington, and and uh, or you know the Big the Big Twelve. They could have kept, uh, you know, USC, UCLA. But as long as Arizona, they're Arizona State, yeah, as long as uh, those local rivalries be able to play each other, so we won't have any more the. They used to call it the Civil War in Oregon, and then that was considered racist because there was slavery during the Civil War, so you can't call it that anymore. So now it's just the Oregon Derby, so you can't have that. And then the Apple Cup. And you can't have the Apple Cup. Right. So you'll still have the big game. You'll still have the one, the freeway series, I guess, between uh, you know Westwood and, and Watts between UCLA and, and uh and uh, USC, yeah, and you'll still have the Territorial Cup, which is Arizona. But, you know, the the big game is one of the oldest uh, of them all, and they'll still have that. That's the Cal-Stanford one. Understood. I just feel for those in non-football or basketball sports like softball that have to travel 2,500 mile, 2, miles east to test their mental health against Maryland or some other thing like that. <laughs> no, and you know it's uh, you know usually these the basketball programs get dragged along with the with the football programs. The thing that's interesting is that you know if you'd just gone back you know three years and you would have Cal and Stanford thinking that they would have to beg North Carolina State to please let them in. They would have given North Carolina State the finger and say, you don't even belong in our conversation. And now they're at the door of the Wolfpack saying, please let us in. And they're like, "Mm, okay. It's pretty fascinating. Yeah, it is pretty fascinating. And, you know, what? one more question before I get off. And I would ask you about the NFL, but, you know, let's just wait until Friday. But still, one question is, what do you think will be the lasting memory of the Pacific Conference, no matter if it's 8, 10, 12, whatever? What do you think will be the lasting memory of the Conference of Champions when it's all said and done? That's a great question, and, and uh, it's, I mean, there's so many 
memories, but I think number one football would be USC and all their Heisman trophies. I mean, I think the the Rose Bowl game against the Big Ten, that tradition. But it is the the jewel of the football program is USC. And I'm not a USC fan, but that's just factual statement. So I think that would probably be the first thing in the conversation uh, would be the Trojans. But Christian, thanks for the call, man. You're welcome. I'm. Re- would you say that you you would you say that UCLA basketball legacy wise is key? And again, thanks for having me on. I'll talk to you on social media at Rich. Yeah, no, it's a good point. Basketball wise, you're absolutely right. They are. Um, you know, if you think about Alcindor and and uh, Walton and um, John Wooden and everything they had going on down there, they are definitely the jewel in the crown of the Pacific Coast basketball. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. we got more open lines. Keep the discussion going at 1-800-878-PLAY. Get on back. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline 
airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. Well, that's very elaborate. Uh, thank you for that. And uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. Coming up next, uh, Karen Lyle uh, coming in studio. And uh, she will be here to talk about uh, boats. Rick, it's so much more than boats. All right. She'll be here to talk about salesporttalk.com. Once again, salesporttalk.com. All right, uh, did I announce that, enunciate that enough? Uh, I think I did. What? <laughs> Breaking news. Uh, I walked in and Dominic was like, did you hear about Chandler Jones? I'm like, no. So I looked it up and yeah, just over the wire here at 9.05 Pacific time that Chandler Jones of the Raiders slammed his team on social media and then deleted the posts. So maybe things are a little bit better. But um, there were some, he was on IG Story, <clears throat> and uh, he shared screenshots of messages that appeared to be addressed to Josh McDaniels, Raider head coach, and said, did you bring me to Las Vegas to play with me? And saying it's not right to make him work out at a local gym rather than at the team's facilities. And then some other posts, Jones said the team was trying to provoke him by barring him from the facility and said someone from the Raiders then reached out to the mother of his kid despite of the fact that he's not with that woman right now. And so Jones said that he wanted to speak. Now, if you, of course, need advice on these topics, who better to speak to than Antonio Brown and Alden Smith? (laughs) Maybe two of the biggest head cases in the last 20 years of professional sports, and I mean all sports. And a world of talent on either side of the ball. When the Niners reached, in quotes, and they, you really reached for Alden Smith out of Mizzou, all he did was have like the most sacks in NFL history in his first three years. And then he got a million chances from the Niners and the Raiders and probably somebody else. Antonio Brown coming out of the Mac, the hardest worker on the team. You know, just legendary talent in Pittsburgh on his way to the Hall of Fame. But then he got big, headed, and then he went insane. The Raiders, and I don't like this helmet, and 
Look how his career ended with the Bucks, taking off his clothes on the field, throwing things into the stands. Then he gets into the Arena League, and he can't make payments of this team that he bought, just completely ignored it. But Antonio Brown and Alden Smith had problems with the Raiders. It's really the Raiders had problems with them. But he says he wants to reach out to those two soothsayers, those amateur psychologists. And this is the best quote here that he then deleted, did Chandler Jones. Quote, F it, I don't want to play for the Raiders if that's my HC or GM, head coach or general manager. So the posts are now deleted, and but... <laughs> Chandler Jones, I can tell you, is a phenomenal waste of money. And I was very excited to have him, but he is in the Warren Sapp field, not of people who've hung up on me, of which there are two in over 20 years of doing this show, both pretty recently, by the way. Warren Sapp and a guy from AgainstTheNumber.com, the futures guy. What's a good future? BDD. I still, Daniel Ogden was working the board that day, and he made a little highlight blurb tonight. It's always so. I'm sorry. Hearing the hearing the dial tone on the on the live radio for me is just gold. It's comedy gold. That's gold, Jerry. Gold. Why don't they call it round teen? That's gold, Jerry. <clears throat> yeah. So. Uh, getting back to Chandler Jones, waste of money. The only thing he's ever done is when Raider wide receiver Jacoby Myers, then with New England, uh, on a uh, last-minute play to end a half, they decided to try to do the play from the game. That's what you got to remember. The play was in the game. And I had the mumps. No, I didn't. Uh, but Jacoby Myers throwing the ball after he got it from a Ramonde Stevenson trying to keep it alive. He throws it back to the middle of the field, and Chandler Jones has it. And Chandler Jones straight arms Mac Jones like he's nothing. This is why he makes a lot of money, because Chandler Jones has the ability to take a six-foot-three six quarterback and literally just blow on him, and the guy falls over. That's why he makes millions of dollars, because he has the ability to do that. He just doesn't do that a lot. But... <clears throat> I can tell you, as a Raider fan, I would love nothing better than to get out of that contract. There is a salary cap, and that guy, why do you think the Raiders drafted a defensive tackle in the first round? You don't have Max Crosby on one side, and they give all the money in the world to Chandler Jones on the other side to then spend your first-round pick on that position. They did that because Chandler Jones stinks. Do you think that was the plan? That's supposed to be a position of strength. No. Unless they're like the Niners, which they draft a defensive lineman in the first round every year. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, we have Buckner and we have Armstead and we have Bosa. Let's draft Kinlaw. Let's just get 12 guys and red dog it. Like, I can't laugh. They got probably the best defense in football. But still, uh, Chandler Jones, if he'd like to leave, uh, I'm all for that. Uh, 1-800-878-PLAY. If you'd like to call in uh, and talk a little bit more uh, football, which we will. 
we're getting a lot of uh, football calls. But I, I just want to get back to what uh, Christian brought up, and that was uh, Clemson's horrific loss that they had uh, to Duke. Oh, I forgot to mention Solomon Thomas. <laughs> Third overall pick, now with the Jets. Former Raider as well. Uh, that was Dabo Swinney's 201st game as a Clemson coach, and he, I, we've never seen anything like it. They came in top 10 preseason, ranked 9, 28-7. That is the Blue Devils' first win against a top 10 opponent since 1989, when I was an intern in television. It's a long time ago, folks. But the story coming out of the game wasn't solely centered around the fact that they lost rather than how they lost, as I was saying. Four times they had the ball in the uh, like in the five-yard line, and they got one touchdown. The rest were two fumbles and a blocked field goal. <laughs> Swinney said, if you really watch the game, you know what happened in the game. We just self-imploded in some critical situations. And again, you've got to finish. It was routine stuff. The basics, the fundamentals, ball handling, just some basic, basic stuff. Not jumping offside and first and goal from the one, basic stuff. It's the weirdest game I've ever been a part of. I've been beat. I've had my butt kicked many times in my career. I can honestly say that's one of the strangest games I've ever been a part of. Well, as I said, they brought in this guy, Garrett Riley. He was going to, like, revolutionize the offense. And, look, he doesn't play out there. But still, the Tigers found almost every way they could to avoid finishing drives. And they ran for over 200 yards on the ground. Listen to this stat. Clemson, when they run for at least 200 yards, is 108-0 and zero in their history. I find that very hard to believe, but I'm looking at it. 108-0 and zero when they uh, run for 200 yards until this weekend. Now they're 108-1. and one. And Swinney concludes... It's almost indescribable what I just saw. I mean, it's incredibly frustrating. You have so much opportunity, and you get nothing. I didn't think there was any bad matchups or anything like that. They're a good team with good players, and they hung in there. But I thought we I thought we were kind of getting control of it out there in the third quarter, and we just needed one drive, one score. You can't just keep giving a good team opportunities because sooner or later they capitalize, and they did. By the way, that blocked field goal was the first that Clemson has had blocked in six years. I mean, it's just that the guy who came in and blocked it was absolutely no one even looked at him. I mean, I don't even think he had to run. <laughs> he just kind of jogged in and blocked it. If you saw that play. So is the season over for Clemson? Um, they have to beat everyone by 50 points the rest of the way, but it looks like it probably is. All right. We'll come on back on the other side with Karen Lyle from salesportstalk.com.
Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk at St. John's College at Oxford, England, where one of my ancestors, Stephen Batchelor, matriculated on the 17th of November, 1581. It is always five minutes, two seconds behind Greenwich, London time on the clocks at Oxford. And it was that way in towns all over the world because each town kept its own time independent of other towns up until the 1600s. King Charles II started standardization of time to keep track of where the British ships were on the globe in relationship to the Royal Observatory site in Greenwich. It was not until 200 years later, in 1884, that an international conference in Washington, D.C. voted to choose Greenwich as the center of the world time. Today, time zones around the world are still measured in relationship to the north-south meridian that divides the globe and runs through the Royal Observatory site in Greenwich, which is in South London. Time is essential for navigation for vessels at sea and to understand the charts that are used to avoid collisions and guide you where you want to go. Every one degree on the chart is four minutes of time, 60 minutes of time divided by 15 degrees of longitude. One minute of time on the chart is 15 minutes of longitude. So the coordinates of Oxford, England are 51 degrees, 44 minutes, 60 seconds north of the equator and one degree, 15 minutes, 24 seconds west of Greenwich. That is why Oxford time is five minutes and two seconds behind Greenwich time. Time still plays a major role in celestial navigation on the water, which is used by ships and boats at sea when the electronics go out. Differences in time and longitude are how celestial navigators determine their longitude. They have an accurate clock, which tells them exactly what time it is in Greenwich, and they use the stars above them to determine their local time for the given date. For example, they know from an almanac when a certain star should be in a certain location on a certain day of the year, and they already know the date. So they measure the location of the star or sun, and then they're able to determine their local time. By comparing their local time to the time on their clock or chronometer, which is set to Greenwich time, they can determine their longitude. If your chronometer is off by four seconds, your longitude will be off by one nautical mile at the equator. A clock that is off by four minutes will put the navigator's location off by 60 nautical miles at the equator. Therefore, it is imperative that an accurate clock be tuned precisely to Greenwich Mean Time to successfully use celestial navigation. And if you don't know where you are accurately in relationship to the map you are using, then your ship may be off course enough that you will not get to your destination, or even worse, might hit rocks below the surface of the water that are marked on the chart. This is Karen Lyle from Salesport Talk reporting to you on Sports Byline, which is broadcast to 100 million people in 168 countries around the world, all of which keep track of their time in relationship to Greenwich in the south of London, England. All right, it's Tuesday at 9.40 Pacific. This is when we check in with SailSportTalk.com. Once again, SailSportTalk.com. Karen Lyle joins me, as she usually does, to co-host this segment with me. Karen, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. How about yourself? Not too bad. So I know you were at the New York Yacht Club last year, and you were doing uh, what's called provenance research. And I had to look up what that word provenance meant. It says the place of origin or earliest known history of something. I'm almost embarrassed. I didn't know what provenance meant. Uh, what was your provenance research about? <laughs> well, I don't know. Are you kind of into the Beatles a little bit? The Beatles? Not really. Yeah. 
Yeah, not really. I like them. I don't hate them. I'm just not a Beatles guy. Darren is the Beatles guy. Oh, he's the Beatles guy. Well, anyway, I was hired to, you know, my other life, as you know, is uh, I have a business called Piano Finders. And one of the things that we got commissioned for last year was to do research to find out, basically to authenticate a lost John Lennon piano. And uh, this piano was donated by the Shaul family to the Mercersburg Academy in Pennsylvania. And I was under non-disclosure agreement, so I couldn't tell you why I was there at the New York Yacht Club or why I was at Yale, because all of that was kind of really, um, you know, I wasn't supposed to talk about all the details. I mean, I could talk a little bit about, you know, that I'm doing something for a piano. But now it's going up for auction. It's going to start probably at a million dollars on September 15th. And so I am released from my non-disclosure so I can tell all the secrets, (laughs) which is the fun part. Go ahead. What are the secrets? Well, I, um, so basically this, this John Lennon piano was purchased by John Lennon in uh, 1978 uh, in it's a 1929 Baldwin concert grand piano. And the reason why it was so mysterious at the time when I first saw it, because I wasn't actually convinced that this was actually a John Lennon piano because the paperwork that was provided for it, you know, there were some things that caused me to, to look at it and say, I don't know if we have all the information here. And um, in order to appraise something, I had to figure out what it was that, um, you know, to authenticate the piano and find out if it really was a John Lennon piano. And, um, you know, and because that makes it more valuable, and if you're going to appraise it, you want to know what the value is. Um, so I, you know, my, my history, my research led me to Yale University, and I was doing, you know, going into the Beinecke Rare Manuscript Library and pulling out all these photographs. I had a, you had to go in and, you know, put your purse and everything in a locker and get pat it down and <laughs> and you go with special gloves and you you know if you want to handle these documents you have to um you you, know, you can't um you, i couldn't even take my coat off i everything they they watch you you know in these cameras and stuff like that to make sure that people don't take things out of the library and you have to handle them very very carefully you know with uh you know you can't turn the page if you want to take photographs of it you have to put little um, sandbags on either side to hold the book open on on this like little cushiony pillow and stuff like that. So anyway, I took 1,100 photographs, and part of the the research I was doing was trying to find out, you know, I was trying to connect Sam Green, who was the person this piano was given to, to you know like where the piano went after, what the history was. And there were some photographs in there, and I recognized some of the people. I mean, like uh, I actually put these photographs up on. Um, on the website, um, you can look at it at salesforttalk.com. It says Library at New York Yacht Club, Key to Prominence of the Lennon Ono Green Warhol Piano. Um, but there's this photograph um, that that had in it some familiar characters, um, Walter Cronkite and, and um, you know, uh, Jackie Onassis with Sam Green. And, you know, I'm looking at these documents. I don't have any, like, connection for knowing what the context of the photograph is, but I have to, you know, find out what's relevant to the piano. And um, there were some love letters to Sam Green's many, many um, people that he um, that he had uh, romantic uh, adventures with. And and in some of these letters, um, you know, personal letters, and I'm not 
saying this was a love letter, but this was there was personal letters from the Kennedy from the Kennedy family inviting him to go sailing. And so I said, Oh, this is connected to sailing. So I went to the New York Yacht Club and I was a guest of the Vice Commodore there. Um, so why would I be in the New York Yacht Club, do you think, um, for a sailing in the library? Um, I mean, Rick, what what would be um what would be some of the things I might find there from your imagination? You know, you, you haven't been there, but, you know, there's private libraries in all these clubs. What, what would you think might be hidden in those libraries? Well, the, so, well, first of all, I, would, I mean, I would think, like, hopefully treasure maps and things. Um, but this piano is connected to the sailing because the piano was in the Yacht Club? I'm confused. <laughs> I know exactly. No, the piano was not in the Yacht Club. What was happening was, that the piano was supposed to have been on Fire Island. And I was reading all these newspaper articles, and one of the things about newspaper articles that are out there, they don't always have the facts accurately. And so you have to, you have to get more solid evidence if you're going to trace a providence. And I knew that Sam Green had gone sailing, and I saw this picture that was, um, you know, of, of, uh, of someone had drawn like a, like a little, uh, line drawing of all these people going to Fire Island, uh, Island, Island to, to visit Sam Green on a boat. And I thought, oh, now there was an article that said that the water wasn't deep enough for any boat to, to, to get to where Sam Green was. And so I was in the New York Yacht Club to look up the navigation charts and look at the water depths to see if the, see if boats could actually come to where it was and identify where he was on the island and just kind of see what was plausible. And then while I was there, I, 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 was able, I, I found records of the members of the New York Yacht Club, and I saw that Walter Cronkite, who was in this picture with uh, Sam Green, was a member of the New York Yacht Club. And he had a book there that he published, which was really interesting, it was in the private library, and, um, and there was um, the Kennedy family, and they, were, they raced. And so it was just a, um, you know, a bizarre connection for me to realize that, you know, that this thing that I'm doing with pianos, which I think is completely unrelated to sailing or sail sport talk or anything, is actually connected in helping me to discover the history of this piano. And so, um, anyway, that was, that was kind of why, why I was there looking at the navigation charts and so forth and discovering these other little tidbits. And you're right, there are treasure maps in the New York Yacht Club. So is this sort of um, like kind of like this Indiana Jones type of, um, you know, one clue leads to another? Or is this something that was never discovered and through your Providence research you, you did discover it? I mean, did you make a, a big gr- uh, breakthrough? You know, actually, yes, because the, none of the owners knew that the piano was connected to Andy Warhol or that it was, um, you know, I mean, they they didn't understand the the their, the history of of the piano and the provenance, and so when it had been appraised um, previously without knowing what that history was, the value was appraised far less because they, all the history wasn't discovered. And I actually did discover some things that had been a, a secret for 22 years. And so, uh, like for example, there was uh, this big scandal in 2000 because this piano was a private gift from John and Yoko to Sam Green. Um, and it wasn't really intended for the public. And when it was on Fire Island, this is like a, um, you know, a place where there's no electricity. It's a paparazzi-free zone. 
Sam had these cottages there that Greta Garbo would go to, Andy Warhol, and that John and Yoko went there to, to record, you know, to actually inspire John on his what became his double fantasy. Just, album. just to interrupt real and quick, where is Fire Island? It is. Um, it's it's a kind of a, a national park that's outside of the Long Island Sound, and it's you know it's just along the ocean there. Oh, so it's um, Long Island. Yeah, it's, oh, okay. it's, it's up, you know, it's up above there. So, okay. um, and you, and you, and you basically, so anyway, I forgot where I was. What was it? Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, sorry. <laughs> um, you found some, uh, navigational charts at the club and that led you to Lennon Ono Green Warhol. Is that it? Well, what it led me to was, was discovering that it was plausible that this nine-foot concert grand got onto this island. And why, I mean, the question you ask is, why didn't John Lennon in his biographies tell the story about him being with Yoko at Fire Island, um, you know, to start his compositions? Because he did a lot of interviews, and I read a lot of the things that had been published, and I didn't see him talking about it. But when I started to understand the context of this location on Fire Island and how Sam, Sam Green used these cottages, it was a place that the famous and the rich could go and escape, and they would be free of paparazzi. People didn't know where it was. So John really couldn't tell, because Sam was still living, you know, he still had these cottages up until, I think it was 2000, I don't remember the exact date of his, but it was maybe five or seven years ago that he died. Um, and so he was keeping the secret, you know, that this is a private getaway because all of these other friends of his, you know, people that would go to this, you know, um, this island to escape and spend a summer and not have anybody bother them. There was no phones. There was no electricity. You know, it was off the grid. It was a really cool place. So I just, you know, I needed to, to, when I did this research, I was able to go back to Kendall Bean, my partner in Piano Finders, and say, hey, if this was on Fire Island, do you see, like, rest on the, the tuning pins? Because this is, like, right by the ocean. You know, how, does the piano show evidence that, um, that, that this was in this location? And he was able to look at the photographs he took and say, yeah, there's about the right amount of rest for being there. And we can't say that's why it was there, but the rest, but, but it, it's consistent. And also he saw, oh, there's this mark on the, on the music rack, and it looks like it might be a heat thing. And I thought, well, there could be an oil lamp because they didn't have electricity there. And if I hadn't done the research, I wouldn't have known that that, you know, because Sam said, you know, that, that John and Yoko were there for, for this occasion and working on the piano, and the piano was there. So, you know, you can imagine John Lennon here in this cottage, and there's this big grand piano inside stuffed inside because it can go on its side and go through a door and you know he's got an oil lamp and now there's like a mark on the piano and so these things kind of were all discoveries that I made they weren't things that um that were known and then also who had bought the piano fr- because it wasn't intended to ever be sold to the public uh, Sam Green had loaned it to the New York Academy of Art and they had it for several years and then somebody sold it without telling Sam or the Academy you know, some one of the staff, and it went off in this lot of pianos down to Arab, Alabama, but nobody knew where it was. Sam didn't know where it was, and so he sued the university, and then all the paper got involved, and that's why it was called the Lost Lennon Piano, because nobody knew what had happened to the piano, 
after the New York Academy sold it. And I discovered that the person who had bought it for the New York Academy was Harold Katz, who was an, uh, an, uh, an art dealer in New York, and he didn't really know what he had. And he sold it in a lot of 10 pianos. Um, I think for somewhere around the figure $3,000 comes out, <laughs> you know, to, to this auction person in, in um, Buddy Bain in Arab, Alabama. And he says to Buddy, hey, you know, there's a piano that has this plaque. It says from John and Yoko. And Buddy says, well, I don't know. Who's Yoko? <laughs> I mean, later, Buddy. <laughs> right. I, I well, knew who he was, right? We, yeah. <laughs> we we got to run, but I just real quick. Kendall Bean, I grew up across the street from a Kendall Bean. Is he in his 60s? Um, you did? Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Um, well, so Kendall Bean was my former husband. We were married for 33 years. And he what? And El Cerrito. That's yeah. Where, yeah I, grew up a, I grew up across the street. Linda and Kevin were my friends. You're kidding. No. Well, that is the, that, no, you, you grew up across the street from my former husband and my business Well, who knew? And we'll talk about that later, <laughs> but I, I got to run. Karen Lyle with SalesportTalk.com. Thanks for your uh, segment. <laughs> that's crazy. Small world. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. 
I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078. 800-535-6078. That's 800-535-6078. Tatel is going to go to the air. He's back to pass. He throws deep to the end zone. Batted up in the air. Intercepted by Dan Connors. It was a deflection hit into the air by Willie Brown. And Connors came down with a pass. And the Raiders stopped the Chargers without six, without even three on that drive. cares about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. Oh, it's a small world. I grew up across the street from Karen Lyle's ex-husband. Who knew? One of my favorite small world stories was when I was in Amsterdam. I was 19. I stayed out all night and it was like 4.30 in the morning. I was trying to get back into my hostel. And so me and this other guy, we had to break into the hostel. There were these little slits of glass in the bathroom and we removed all of them and then we climbed in through the bathroom window and I said, do you speak English? He goes, I'm from Berkeley. And I went, oh, I'm from, <laughs> there are a lot of uh, stories like that. I think the Karen Lyle one is a little more fascinating that only she and I care about. Okay. We have another two hours to go. We will talk some sports. So come on back on sports by that. News. I'm Corey Myers. All eyes are on Congress this month as U.S. lawmakers face a shutdown deadline October 1st. Republicans and Democrats will debate over roughly a dozen separate pieces of legislation being packaged to fund the federal government. However, many expect there will be another continuing resolution. Hardline Republicans with the Freedom Caucus are seeking concessions from Democrats, including specific language about border security. They also want the Defense Department to change its lax abortion policies for service members. Several top leaders in the U.S. Senate have said bipartisanship 
is the best way forward. I'm Ryan Daniels. Former White House trade advisor Peter Navarro goes on trial today as the second ex-aide to former President Donald Trump to be prosecuted for a criminal contempt of Congress. Navarro, like Trump ally Steve Bannon, faces charges over his lack of cooperation with subpoenas issued by the now-defunct House Select Committee that investigated the January 6th, 2021 U.S. Capitol attack. North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un is reportedly scheduled to travel to Russia this month to meet with President Vladimir Putin as the two countries move toward an arms deal. Putin wants North Korea to supply Russia with artillery shells and anti-tank missiles. In exchange, Kim wants Russia to give North Korea advanced technology for satellites and nuclear-powered submarines. Also, he wants food aid for his starving nation. More than 245,000 pounds of frozen chicken strip meals have been recalled because they could contain pieces of plastic. The recall includes banquet chicken strips meal. There's been at least one reported injury. Anyone with the recalled product urged to throw them away or return it to the store. This is USA News. This cardboard order, is it up to date? Camila's recyclable coffee cup factory can no longer be considered a grande. Redesign, it's at the printer. She needs more designers to jump the business to a triple shot. Client wants to see several more design options. The logo's got to be bigger. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates, and you can schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from the Indeed dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Hey y'all, this is Ronte, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A honey pepper pimento chicken sandwich is the pimento cheese. I was like, go cheese, go pimento, go honey, go get it. Hi, this is Chantrice, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A honey pepper pimento chicken sandwich is the mild spiciness of the pickled jalapenos. No, it's the crispy chicken. Actually, I can't decide. It's the entire sandwich. Order the honey pepper pimento chicken sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Available for a limited time. Real Chick-fil-A guests paid for their testimonials. A surgical tool the size of a dinner plate was found inside a woman's abdomen 18 months after her baby was delivered by C-section. That's according to a report from New Zealand's Health and Disability Commissioner. An Alexis retractor, or AWR, which can measure up to six inches in diameter, was left inside the mother's body following the birth of her baby at Auckland City Hospital in 2020. The woman suffered months of chronic pain and went for several checkups to find out what was wrong, including x-rays that showed no sign of the device. The pain got so severe, she went to the emergency room. The device was discovered on an abdominal CT scan and removed immediately in 2021. Singer Gary Wright has died at 80 years old. This happened yesterday. He had health issues, according to his family. Wright's son, Justin, told TMZ the musician died at his home in California with his family and loved ones by his side. The singer-songwriter was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease more than five years ago. And shortly after that diagnosis, also learned he had Lewy body dementia. Wright produced 12 different albums dating back to 1970, best known for two songs he released in the mid-70s, Dreamweaver and Love is Alive. I'm Corey Myers, USA News. 
This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. 1-800-878-PLAY. John Eisenberg, his book Rocket Men, about black quarterbacks coming up this segment, this hour, I should say. The Niners against Pittsburgh might not have Nick Bosa. He's holding out, which was what Bosa brothers do. Uh, And maybe not George Kittle as well. If George Kittle can't go, it's going to be someone named Charlie Werner who didn't catch a pass last year. Um. If Nick Bosa doesn't go, it's Cleland Farrell. It says here, Claire, uh, Farrell, a 2019 fourth-round pick. No, no. He was the 2019 fourth overall pick. The, whoever wrote this was like, no, nah, he's fourth-round pick. No, fourth overall, Mike Mayock. But there was a picture today in the San Francisco Chronicle of George Kittle. And I've said this before. When I interviewed George Kittle when I was at 95.7 FM, he was in the locker room. And I said, here's George Kittle, no relation, no laugh. But Coach Fry had just died at Iowa. We talked a lot about that. And then right in the middle of the interview, he went, woo, Ross Deli has entered the locker room. Woo, Ross Deli. Yeah, anyway, George, woo, Ross Deli. I'm like, yeah, George, you're on the radio. Yeah, go ahead, Rick. Anyway, woo, Ross Deli. I'm like, good gosh, you're on the radio. And it's so funny. He's wearing a T-shirt in the Chronicle. What does it say on it? Ross Dwelly. That's the T-shirt that he's wearing. He is obsessed. Ross, if you don't know who Ross Dwelly is, you probably don't. He's a tight end for the Niners. He's obsessed <laughs> with Ross Dwelly. 
I am now convinced. He probably goes to bed at night going, woo! <laughs> Still, I'm sorry, I can't. I can't stop. All right. one 800 play Hey, CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel 2 on your cable provider. Huh? Yeah. You can get us that way as well. American Forces Radio Network. And whenever I talk about America, I got to get a little more Southern, get a little more into it this way. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Get the one and done you want for your dog's monthly protection. New NextGuard Plus, a Foxaloner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablets. NextGuard Plus chews protect against fleas, ticks, heartworm disease, roundworms, and hookworms, all with one delicious beef-flavored soft chew. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Diarrhea, vomiting, lethargy, and itching may be seen. Ask your vet about new NextGuard Plus chews. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Remember your favorite movie moments? Ever thought about collecting them and connecting with your favorite creators? Now you can turn that wish into a reality with Real 8. Real 8 is an inaugural NFT marketplace for fans to collect exclusive behind-the-scenes moments. With Real 8, you can access unique experiences like meeting the cast and crew live. Visit real8.com slash USA now to join a community of like-minded fans and get even closer to the films you love. Don't miss the latest NFT drop. Check out real8.com slash USA. That's R-E-E-L, the number 8.com slash USA. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. 
hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Check me out. What's going on? Let's talk some sports. Mel Churchma. I'll give you a dollar right now, Dominic, if you can smell Churchma. T-J-E-R-D-S-M-A. Close. Two E's. Welp. You get three cents. <laughs> yeah. Churchma. It's too just hard to say. Rick, I don't think. But anyway, um, Mel Churchman is one of the greatest D2 coaches of all time. He's also a Super 16 pollster, and we'll talk about the Super 16 poll for the big boys. Big boys, not us D2 players. Ew. Rick Tittle played Division Two. Ew. 1-800-878-PLAY. You know, there was so much brouhaha over this guy, Rubiales, that um, – is uh, the head of the Spanish Soccer Federation, and Henny Hermoso, who, when they won the World Cup, he walked up and he uh, planted a big sloppy one right on her face. And this is after he had grabbed his crotch in front of the Spanish princess, we heard. Um, but there's a FIFA disciplinary ruling. He's suspended. He refuses to quit. The head coach of the men's national team apparently applauded the fact that he asked the coach asked for forgiveness and he like liked the tweet and so then they're like, Well now the men's head coach needs to be fired because he supports him. And then the men's head coach was like, I, it's not that I support him, I just think we should be able to forgive people and they're like, No, you gotta go. And so then the Spanish, there's an international break right now, and so the Spanish players, Marata and some others are like, Look, we support the women. And it's a shame. Remember, they had never even been to a World Cup. Spain basically stunk. And not only did they go, they won. And they didn't win it by smoke and mirrors. They deserved it. They were a tough team, and they played out on the front foot. They played very well under Jorge Vilda, who today was fired. So I'm sure you'll see these headlines, Spanish women's head coach fired. And you'll say, finally, that's what he gets for kissing that woman. No, 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 not him. This is the guy that they hated before the World Cup. Before the World Cup. He started off coaching the women's youth team. He basically grew up, or he was with these women as they grew into the senior national team, which he took over eight years ago. And they had never won anything. They had never even won any elimination game in any tournament. But they made the World Cup. And not only did they make a name for themselves, he made a name for himself because they won the whole thing. And so when they went out of the uh, Euros, uh, they got to the second round last year. And there, as I said, they've never won an elimination game. They got knocked out by England. And then that's when, um, in September of 2022, all the players, well, all 15 of them sent individual but identical emails refusing to play unless he was fired. And one of the players eventually was Aitana Bonmati, who was the World Cup Golden Ball winner, and backed by three other players who didn't send emails but publicly voiced their support, including the Ballon d'Or winner, Alexia Puteas. That's the best player in the world. And then the leading goal scorer, wait for it, Miss 
Jenny Hermoso, or I should say Hennifer, Hennifer Hermoso. Hermoso means handsome, by the way. Hermosa means beautiful. Just thought I'd throw that in. So Jenny, handsome. And so they talked about what's the key word in any relationship when things are bad? What's the key word? Toxic. They said that Vilda was toxic. The culture, love that word in sports, uh, the coaching staff, they said they didn't have any privacy. And in England, they didn't have any privacy. And apparently the coaching staff made all the girls, sorry, women, I'm going to say girls and get people mad when I say boys and girls. The coaching staff reportedly uh, forced, forced all the women to keep their hotel room doors open at all times. That's weird. And then kept inspecting their bags when they came back from free time. <clears throat> this sounds to me like workers out on a furlough. <laughs> if you're going to come out of San Quentin and clean uh, freeways, you got to leave your doors open and we got to see how many drugs and guns and other contraband you have when you come back. You don't really treat uh, free citizens that way. And so the Spanish uh, Soccer Federation, which was Rubiales, backed Vilda and said, if you want to come back onto the team to the 15, you have to apologize. And so eight did, and then three made the World Cup team. But there was some disconnect. And as you saw at the end, there were only a couple players that went over and gave him a hug, and he was booed by the fans. And then the Federation put out a tweet that day that said, Vilda in. And so Vilda positioned himself as one of Luis Rubiales' allies in the president's forced kiss on Hermosa. I'm glad Spain won because we have all this extra stuff to talk about. If England had won, we'd say, well, they were the favorite. They were the European champs. Great story. Hey, how about, you know... <clears throat> Rachel Day and, uh, you know, you talk about a few of their players and uh, one of their best midfielders got hurt. And then it would have been done in an hour, tops. This is the gift that keeps on giving. He, uh, Vilda, reportedly tried to convince Hermoso's family to appear in Rubiales' apology video. And uh, they didn't. But Rubiales also, after he came out in support, offered Vilda a new contract with an increased salary of 500,000 euros. But he did that while he was suspended by FIFA, so he couldn't offer it. So not only does he not get that, he's fired. Because after the new protest with 80 women players, then Vilda walked it back. And then he was like, oops, uh, maybe I said the wrong thing. Maybe I backed the wrong kissing horse. And so Monse Tome, one of Vilda's assistants and a former national team player, she now takes over and she is now the first ever female coach of the Spanish national women's team. And they have uh, a Nations League match. As World Cup winners, they're going to be playing Sweden and Switzerland. It's unclear if this will end the player protests. 
Uh, but I doubt it will because Rubiales will not depart as Federation president. And in, you say, what possible defense does Rubiales have? He basically, it's not so much it's no big deal. He's saying it was consensual. He said she looked me right in the face and went, mm, and so I went, yeah, mm. When I watch it, does it look consensual? I won't say it looks, con- it didn't look like she was super pissed. Um, but she's celebrating the greatest sporting moment of her life. And she was probably thought, that was gross, but I got to start hugging my teammates here. You know, sometimes these things happen so fast and you look back and go, oh, wait, the hell was that? He kissed me on, wait, he kissed me on the lips? You know, it's not like he did it on BART. Then it's the, the entire center of your universe. He did it during that celebration. And so she was like, yeah, gross. All right, well, anyway. And then later it's like, wait, ugh. So Vilda offered more money couldn't take it, and now he's fired. Things keep going on in España. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Planet. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free products. Pricing information. 800-915-9654. 800-915-9654. 800-915-9654. That's 800-915-9654. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but 
I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Tittle always goes commando. Hey, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Nice to have you with us, wherever you are listening in this great land of ours. Sometimes we jump the gun, as they say in track, quite literally, and I have to laugh, and maybe I'll bring this up with Mel Churchman, Super 16 pollster in the third hour, but uh, today we um, got the odds on the semifinalists in college football. What? I mean, New Year's Day? We played one game. Yeah. There's odds on it. <laughs> and by the way, it will be New Year's Day. The Rose Bowl will be the first one, and the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans will be the second one. And uh, right now, Georgia will play Alabama, two SEC schools, and Michigan will play Florida State. That's Big Ten and ACC. And the national championship will be in Houston on January 8th. So I guess we're a done deal. That's how it's going to go down. 1-800-878-PLAY. But what we do sometimes in preseason is, you know, we like to say these guys are preseason All-Americans and then sometimes they work out and sometimes they don't. And we had that in the NFL. Who's going to be all NFL preseason? And I looked at the votes. Patrick Mahomes, believe it or not, is QB1. Then Josh Allen and Joe Burrow. Those are all AFC quarterbacks. The all-pro running back will be Christian McCaffrey. After that, Nick Chubb and Austin Eckler. Wide receivers will be Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. After that, Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, Devontae Adams, C.D. Lamb. The, uh, as I said, and then there are others receiving votes, the Cooper Cups and A.J. Browns of the world. Uh, Tight end, Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews. tie with George Kittle third. No Darren Waller of the Giants. Offensive tackle Trent Williams and Lane Johnson with Laramie Tunsil. Weep. 
You put your weed in it. Uh, Andrew Thomas. Uh, guard, Zach Martin, Joel Batonio, Chris Lindstrom, Quentin Nelson. Remember Zach Martin? That was when Joey or Johnny Football was going to get drafted by Jerry Jones. More about him in a minute, Jerry Jones. I'm happy you're getting this money, Emmett. We're all happy, Emmett. Zach Martin came in from Notre Dame and has been the best guard in the NFL from day one. And if you put guards in the Hall of Fame, and you don't always do, Zach Martin is going to the Hall of Fame. I'm just saying, he's the best guard of his generation. Uh, Centers, Jason Kelsey and Creed Humphrey. Defensive lineman, Chris Jones. Is he still holding out? Aaron Donald, Dexter Lawrence, Quinnen Williams, Cameron Hayward. Speaking of Cal, your edge rushers, Micah Parsons, Miles Garrett, Nick Bosa, TJ Watt, Max Crosby, Hassan Reddick, and uh, your linebackers are Fred Warner, Demario Davis, Roquan Smith, Levante David. Your corners are Sauce Gardner and Patrick Sertain, the second, with Jair Alexander, Darius Slay, Trevon Diggs, J.C. Horn. And your safety, Derwin James, who I told the Raiders to draft, but they didn't. Micah Fitzpatrick, Kevin Byard, Antoine Winfield, Talota Hufanga. Uh, Huff Daddy with the uh, Niners is pretty good. Your kicker is Justin Tucker. It shouldn't be. It should be my man Carlson. And your punter is Michael Dixon, and it shouldn't be. It should be A.J. Cole. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY. Let's go to the phone lines. Chris is in Oakland. What's up, Chris? Uh, Rick, what's going on, man? Hey, I, I really loved your Raider talk uh, earlier. I know Charlie's going to go nuts out there in uh, in New York, but couldn't happen to a nicer team, man. Wow, the Raiders dysfunctional. That's just. I'm not rooting for anything bad to happen to the Raiders. I know, and you're still a Raider fan. Again, I take it. So I so I actually did some research, man. I went to the uh, you know there's a monument at between the the arena and the stadium. Yeah, my name's on it. Right, exactly. I saw that. My name's on it too. Um, you know, I again, man, I had tickets 23 years, man. I just, you know, with, and with all this stuff happening over the weekend with the A's, great uh, sweep of the Angels, but uh, then the losing yesterday, but in the 10th. But, uh, you know, the kids out there in bleachers, and the bleachers are, you know, buying, um, you know, billboards and this and that. It's just uh, such a disaster with the A's. But um, I really want to talk to you about the, uh, I'm so upset that Cal, and I'm a Cal guy, Auburn's this weekend. We're going to have a big, uh, my fraternity's having a big party. We're going to have a good time. But, you know, to go to the ACC, man, and I get it. These are great schools, North Carolina, Carolina. My, I told you, I've told you previously, my cousin went to, was in engineering school with, uh, with, your, with your boy, Todd Fuller, and, um, you know, at NC State, and just, you know, these are great schools, but wow, why are we going to the ACC, man? I mean, Fresno State, you saw a great win over the weekend against Purdue. Um, we could play with them, play, you know, maybe uh, elevate UC Davis. You'll get no um, money. Chris, it's about money. You won't have any money if you do that. Right, but there's, they're not getting money anyway. And they are. You know, they're getting I mean, about twenty five mil. If they if they started putting in the Fresno states and the Boise states and Montana states and UC Davises, no one's going to pay to watch that garbage. San Diego State, but yeah, they're not no, paying. It, but no one, no one's going to pay to watch that garbage. They're, they they locked out by getting into the ACC, and I know it doesn't seem like it from two years ago, but that they almost were in the wilderness and they lucked out. And I get you, and I get that, and I get you know Fresno State. I mean, I guess, what NC State flipped flipped, yeah, and they said they're going to take them in, but just ah, I mean, it's like when the Braves and the and the Falcons were in the NFC West. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm you know again, you and I are traditionalists, and 
you know, I, I just, I hate that. We're going to be in the ACC. It's just, it's, uh, I mean, at least we're going to have the big game still. And I heard you talking earlier about the Civil War, and I can't say the Civil War anywhere. Whatever, dude, in the Apple Cup. But, yeah, that's just, I, I just, I don't want to, I don't know. It just sounds really weak that we had to run to the ACC mm-hmm. to get it. And, you know, I mean, again, we're not a college. Our state is not a college state, you know, California, because we're all pro teams here. And I was in San Diego this weekend and watched the Giants and Padres game. The Giants got swept. Um, but just, uh, just, uh, just really ridiculous. I, I'm really upset that we're in the ACC now. And, um, you know, we'll see We'll see what happens. I mean, One more year. Is, right. No, I mean, I get it. But uh, just... Come on, man. We're on the pack. I mean, I didn't. I didn't like when Colorado and Utah came to Pac-12 because mm-hmm. I just thought we're right. not Pacific. You know, Pacific. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. leave it there. And I, you know, again, I'm, people are a lot smarter than me and uh, getting it together. But I just really am upset that Cal's going to the uh, ACC. And I get, I get what you're saying, Rick. That it was the best financial move. But you know, it keeps them relevant. The they they would have been irrelevant uh, had they not gone. And yeah, well, it is. We haven't been to the, the, the Rose Bowl since 1959, so we've been irrelevant for, you know, whatever. No, no doubt. I'm just saying, but their chance at relevancy would have been gone is a better way to say it. But look, this is like complaining about the copter getting you out of Saigon. I mean, they got out. <laughs> you know, and they, it's it's not well, the way they... Copters, they... Well, I guess they throw those copters in the water, right? They just, after they got them, and, and I've been to the Smithsonian, I've seen the... Uh, you know the 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 walkway up, and that was you know, and again, you know, not to disparage our current president, but that Afghanistan didn't look a lot different, man. When Kabul and those guys and two years ago were just running out, but yeah, no, it's uh, I get you, I get you. You gotta you gotta grab what you get, and again, they're gonna. It's easy for me on the sidelines to say, hey, don't go to the ACC when you know Cal's got to get some money and they got to stay relevant and they gotta. You know, we've always we, Cal has always had problems. Other than Jason Kidd, we've always had problems getting the local guys. To come to Cal, and it's you know Cal's you know always seen as the best public university in the country. It's the only local guy, the the last local guy who was awesome, who was a first round pick, is Salesian's job at best. He stayed. Ah, I knew you were going to say that. What about Marshawn Lynch? Wasn't Marshawn Lynch a first round pick? Oakland Tech. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by the Bills. But I'm just saying. Right. Most oh, okay. I said most recent. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Bob Best was, yeah. So what's he doing now? What's Java Best doing now? He's, he's well, Java Best, really you remember that Oregon State game at Cal when he got slammed in the end zone? He had a horrifying concussion. Yeah. The Lions still took him, and he got concussed, I think, in his second game, and he basically medically was not cleared. I mean, it just uh, his cranium got crushed, and uh, it was too bad. Well, I mean, we still have, you know, we still have uh, Jared Goff, and we have Aaron Rodgers, so that's our two our two main guys in the uh, mm-hmm. in the NFL. But uh, anyway, so Auburn this weekend is going to be our big game for Cal. Um, a lot of folks are getting you know getting excited, so it should be exciting. You know, having uh, you know SEC football out here in, uh, in at Berkeley should be exciting, and we'll probably get run, but uh, we look good against North Texas. Hey, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got that. Uh, what's that running back? The Ott. What's his name? Obviously, sophomore this year. He's freshman last year. He had a great yeah. He was really year. he looks really good. And I know the quarterback that Finley kid because Jackson got hurt. He's another transfer who, funnily enough, is from NC State. Uh, they put him in. That's and he, right. He, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he actually looked okay. But yeah, I, I, I'm I, if I was going to go to well, I think I'm going to go to the ASU game because I'm a fan. But uh, yeah, Auburn. I remember I went to the Tennessee game at Cal. Um, when Ainge was the quarterback, and and Cal actually won that game, that was a lot of fun right. that day. 
Anyway, but I got you know again they're, they're not gonna they're never gonna sell out again. We're a pro area, and I get that, but you know Cal is always gonna SUCK, but they're never gonna move. And so you know with the Raiders moving and the Warriors moving and the A's probably gonna move. It's just yeah. you know at least you got some kind of consistency. And uh, it was my uh, my my pledge brother's uh, birthday. He passed away. He played for Cal. Uh, I'm sorry, hey, Chris. Stevens. Sorry, I got to run, man, but thanks for the call. Thank you, brother. All right, All right sorry. Man. I'm interrupting him right there. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Jim Gaffigan here with some more straight talk. Let's take a moment to appreciate our sweet children, loving grandparents, and eternal soulmates. Now let's use them to save money on wireless. Because with the Straight Talk Silver Plan, you get four lines for just $25 a month with unlimited data and no contracts. So add those human pawns, I mean loved ones, and save money. Thanks, kids. They're finally worth it. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Get four lines on Silver Unlimited for $25 per line per month, plus taxes and fees. For data management practices and additional terms, visit straighttalk.com. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline Airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. Has someone in your family lost a job recently, and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. At Staples, you can count on every project being print perfect, guaranteed. I need presentations and business reports printed, and they have to be perfect. I need beautifully bound booklets for my business. Your presentations and booklets will be in captivating color, beautifully bound, and will be done right every time. That's our print big promise. And right now at Staples, get $10 off your document printing on orders of $40 or more. Try Staples and see the difference. Ends 930. Exclusions and restrictions apply. See associate or visit staples.com slash print for details. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game.
Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. Oh, that hurts my feelings. Uh, thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to uh, welcome to the show accomplished sports writer and author John Eisenberg. He has a brand new book available today from Basic Books, holding it up here to the uh, cameras. It's called Rocket Men, the Black Quarterbacks Who Revolutionized Pro Football. John, welcome to the show. What was it about this topic where you thought, you know what, I, I really need a, we, we need a more definitive like tome on this topic? Well, this is, this is my, it's my 10th book. And uh, there had been, I've written some football history before, and there was always a threat of race running through it. Uh, if you go back to the 60s and the 70s, a lot of those guys, if you talk to them, the players from then, they're, they're, it was just always on the table and sort of sort of under the, I mean, a lot of the fans weren't aware of it, uh, you know, what was going on in the minds of some of these players. And and I live in Baltimore, and they, uh, and uh, uh, you know, where the Ravens are, and they have Lamar Jackson. And I've sort of watched this whole development of him unfold, and and uh, actually wrote for their website for a number of years. And it just occurred to me, it's just such an interesting story how we got to this point that uh, you know, it, it just wasn't that long ago that uh, it was considered unusual to have a black player quarterback. It's a little shocking to me as someone who's covered football for so many years when you really think about it. So I said, why don't I dig deep into this? This is what I've always done with other subjects and see how we got here and sort of trace it and then go follow through into today and what the situation is now. Well, you think about, you know, the Al Campanis thing with Ted Koppel talking about why blacks couldn't be major league managers. And he said, well, they just don't have the necessities, as he put it. And there was this weird thing that was just running through a lot of people in that generation, and then also it was no matter how great you were as a college quarterback, if you were black, if you're going to go to the NFL, you had to play wide receiver or maybe DB, or you had to go to Canada like Warren Moon, and you had to like win, like, what did he win, like 15 Grey Cups before they finally said you can come back down. Yeah, undrafted coming out of college, he's in the Hall of Fame, uh, and yeah, you look back on stuff like that, it, it really is amazing. And Al Campanis, it's interesting you mentioned that. It's in my book. Uh, it was a baseball story. But he said in there, why are there no black quarterbacks? Uh, as he was sort of ranting that night when he spoke, he said, you know, it's the same story. So he actually drew football into it a little bit, uh, that whole thing about necessities. And, yes, it was there. It's very unfortunate, and it's an ugly thing to trace. But it certainly was there. And... Uh, it's, it's sort of amazing how long it lasted. And there were a lot of guys that, that, that didn't get a chance. Warren Moon is in the minority that he even got a chance. You go back to the seventies, the eighties, the nineties, that generation of guys. Uh, and there were some good quarterbacks whose pro careers just never started. And, uh, it was very hard. Pro football was different. They really, you know, I, I mean, it's, it's very easy. Of, of course, race is involved, but the style of football was different too. It was a drop back quarterback. Uh, game. They didn't want quarterbacks running, and a lot of those black quarterbacks were really mobile and good at that. And and NFL, I had scouts tell me the NFL just flat out didn't want that. Uh, and and so that's something also that I trace is sort of how the style of pro football changed slowly but surely. And it came from college football. There is no doubt that the mobility uh, was first in col- the college game, and it bubbled up, not down. It bubbled up from college football to the pros. 
you know, even when I played high school and college football, I started in the 70s, there were still some people who thought, well, you know, black people have a little extra muscle in their calf and they can jump higher. I'm like, well, are you saying they're physiologically different human beings that <laughs> you still had these sort of these old adages? And you're right. It, I mean, it was in our lifetime, which is kind of scary. It is, and uh, really, I came across a lot of sort of amazing stuff in my re- research, and dig, and I really dug deep and found all sorts of stuff. And, and uh, until not until two thousand seventeen, two thousand and seventeen, could the NFL say that every franchise had started a black quarterback in a game at least once. So that's mm. six years ago. Wow. So, uh, and certainly, it was more than half the teams as the new century began, two thousand. More than half the teams, or it was right around 50%, had never started a black quarterback in a game. So uh, it really is a development of the last 20 years that uh, these guys are even on the field and so and getting a chance. So it's it's really quite a story, and it's really a depressing story, honestly, for the, the prior generations made better by sort of the recent successes. And obviously things have changed a lot, and there's so many guys getting a chance now. So... Uh, that's that's great, and it's uh, long overdue, uh, but it doesn't mean that those guys uh, uh, that came before them, you know, it, it was it was still very rough for them, and their dreams were just dashed. A couple more questions for John Eisenberg, the new book, Rocket Men, Black Quarterbacks Who Revolutionized Pro Football. It's out today. Um, I grew up in the Oakland area as a huge fan of the Raiders, and the year they drafted – Ken Stabler, he was a second-round pick. In the first round, Al Davis took Eldridge Dickey, who was a quarterback out of Tennessee State, and he took QBs with the first two picks. And funnily enough, in the third round, another Hall of Famer, Art Shell, who would become one of the first black head coaches. But I'm not saying that Al Davis was a branch Ricky, but he, you know, you think about Amy Trask as a female executive and Tom Flores as a Hispanic head coach. Uh, Al Davis was one of the first people who literally did not care what color you were. That, that is true. I've got a whole chapter on Elders Dickey in my book, and he's an amazing figure when you when you go back and, and look. And, of course, the first modern uh, black quarterback was Marlon Briscoe, with the, taken the same year in the 68 draft uh, by the Broncos as a defense. He was a great at a small college in, uh, in Nebraska, Omaha, you know, Omaha University. Uh, and uh, the Broncos put him out there, uh, in '68, because they they ran out of quarterbacks, all their other all their white quarterbacks got hurt, so they put Marlin in there, and he was really good. And he was across the field from Eldridge Dickey in some games, and Eldridge was drafted, a huge talent. Uh, never never took a snap in a regular season game. They they did move him to wide receiver. He's really a test case, uh, and it's fascinating to go back and look at it and. Uh, Marlon Briscoe's comment was that Elder Sticky was the best quarterback we never saw. Mm. That's the quote. And so, who's of course, Marlon has since passed away. But, uh, you know, Eldridge Dickey uh, was just a huge talent. If he came along today and was drafted in the first round, they would build a franchise around him and all sorts of things. So he's a victim of time in some respects, you know. Of course, teams would never draft quarter, two quarterbacks in the first two rounds. I mean, they, in the salary cap era, you can't do that. So, so it's just a different time, a different era, but a, an unbelievable story to go back and look at. Would you say Dickey was kind of like that Richardson kid from, kid from Florida who 
you know, didn't prove a lot, but has all the talent, and the Colts drafted him and have handed him the keys to the organization just based on potential. Totally. That's, that's an excellent correlation. And, and, and so guys like that, I mean, you can look uh, like Marlon Briscoe, who was lucky to get drafted however many years ago, 50 years ago. It's a lot like Lamar Jackson. Uh, you know, it's sort of an odd, you know, an unusual skill set as it relates to the pro game. Uh, a lot of doubts, unbelievable doubts. And Marlon got a chance and did great as a rookie for the Broncos, who rewarded him by n- never letting him play quarterback again uh, <laughs> and, and changed his career. And Lamar Jackson does it all these years later, and the Ravens reward him by handing the keys of the offense to him. So it, it's really a story of opportunity and just sort of how you look at these players. Uh, the talent, I think, was the same in many respects. So it's, uh, it's, it's really interesting to look at how, how football has changed. Marlon Briscoe, I just looked it up, 14th round pick. Right. Do you talk about an yep. afterthought? Wow. Um, what a career. Uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you, too, is in the South, and I remember when I was a kid, my dad would say, I always like it when I see black athletes do well for Alabama or Arkansas because they have it tougher down there. And I was like, they do? And he's like, yeah, it's, it's so much harder for them down there. I'm like, okay, Dad, uh, how about pro teams in the South? Well, uh, certainly no, no better example than Doug Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, you know, Tampa, Florida in the late 70s. Uh, and uh, is drafted in the first round. Kudos to the, the Bucks for taking that on. As Doug Williams, who's really funny, says, you know, you can't get any farther south than Florida. <laughs> so, and, you know, he heard about it from day one. Uh, that, that, that's really, really tough. And he was a, you know, a big, strong guy, first-round draft pick. They gave him the franchise and, uh, you know, let him play. But he, he, he you know, needless to say, uh, a lot of hate mail and, and a short lease in, in terms of the uh, opinions of fans and, and had a really tough time. Uh, he did win some games, and fans do like winning, and he got them to the NFC Championship game. But, and then after five years, and, and they were the worst team in the league when they drafted him, and he had him in the playoffs three years out of five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hugh Culverhouse, the owner, uh, did not uh, – I mean, he didn't renew his contract, and he played hardball with him and basically ran him out of town. And, that, I mean, that would never happen. So, so that, that's an example – of the South, uh, it's it's pretty tough. Warren Moon told me he said when he went to Houston, 1984, he said, "Listen, you know, I heard stuff in Washington, heard very little in Canada when he was at college in Washington." Uh, but he said, "I went to Houston. I knew it was going to be rough, but uh, you know, uh, it seemed like a, a place to go, maybe change the mind." So there's no there's no question. Very tough in the South. I got to see Doug play at the East-West Shrine game down at Stanford when he was coming out of Grambling. And what's funny is that you think like, you know, Everson Walls, who led the nation in interceptions, undrafted because he went to Grambling. It was just sort of assumed like, well, you didn't really play real college football. <laughs> it's like, well. Right, 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 with Eddie Robinson. And, and, and Doug Williams, uh, uh, he, he talked about uh, going to that Shrine game and, and uh, coming out of Grambling and the scouts just discounted his, statistics he was big strong it was clear he had the athletic ability uh and going to the the postseason games like that the shrine game is really important because mm-hmm. he shows up and 
And as he said, Ozzie Newsom uh, was his tight end, you know, coming out of Alabama, mm-hmm. and they they became lifelong friends. And and so he he played well in that game, and it was clear he he did have the ability. But uh, if the Bucks hadn't drafted him in the first round in 1978, they were the only team to scout him. This is, of course, before the combine, and, wow. and teams would go and make visits and look at one team visited Grambling to talk to Doug Williams before the, the draft in 1978. It was the Bucks who took him. Nobody else went down to visit, so I'm not sure when he would have been drafted uh, afterwards. So uh, there was just tremendous doubt uh, on him going in, and there was a guy that clearly had the tools and won a Super Bowl. I'm sure Al would have thrown a seventh-round pick at him at some point if no, right. <laughs> if no right. one else did. Uh, everyone right. should check out this book, Rocket Men, The Black Quarterbacks Who Revolutionized Pro Football, by our guest, uh, the accomplished writer, John Eisenberg. John, congratulations on this book. It's very interesting. Thanks for coming on the show. Great. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. All right. Good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back on Sports Byline. of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? 
Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Rick Tittle is a majestic stallion. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. You know, <clears throat> back in the day, it's like, oh, you're black? Well, you can't play quarterback. Uh, that's racism. Yes. It's also stupid. And I'll bring up something else that was stupid. I was a high school quarterback, and when I went to college, I had to play safety because eh, I wasn't that great. In high school, I was okay, and okay doesn't cut it in college. But my older brother was a way better quarterback than me. We played in the street. We played tackle football. That's all we did growing up. Tackle football on the street. Well, that was two-hand touch on the street. On the grass, it was tackle. But he shows up his freshman year in high school. He takes one snap, and the the coach is like, whoa, 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 are you left-handed? He goes, yeah. He goes, no, 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 no. No left-handed quarterbacks. He's like, what? No, no, we're not, we're not doing that. We're not, we're not, we're not going to have that. At the time, Ken Stabler was all pro for the Raiders, who was left-handed. Steve Young was left-handed, but the coach is like, no, we're gonna, we run everything to the right, and it's like you can hand the ball off on either side. So he never got to play a high school quarterback. They put him at center. And I'm not saying it ruined the rest of his life. Maybe it did. Uh, (laughs) But it's just that I've never seen so much stupidity as I have seen from from football coaches. They're just usually they're complete idiots. Other than that, they're great. And Mel Churchman is going to be joining us a little bit later. He's one of the smart ones. All righty then. Come on back. News. I'm Corey Myers. All eyes are on Congress this month as U.S. lawmakers face a shutdown deadline October 1st. 
Republicans and Democrats will debate over roughly a dozen separate pieces of legislation being packaged to fund the federal government. However, many expect there will be another continuing resolution. Hardline Republicans with the Freedom Caucus are seeking concessions from Democrats, including specific language about border security. They also want the Defense Department to change its lax abortion policies for service members. Several top leaders in the U.S., Senate have said bipartisanship is the best way forward. I'm Ryan Daniels. Former White House trade advisor Peter Navarro goes on trial today as the second ex-aide to former President Donald Trump to be prosecuted for a criminal contempt of Congress. Navarro, like Trump ally Steve Bannon, faces charges over his lack of cooperation with subpoenas issued by the now-defunct House Select Committee that investigated the January 6th 2021 U.S. Capitol attack. North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un is reportedly scheduled to travel to Russia this month to meet with President Vladimir Putin as the two countries move toward an arms deal. Putin wants North Korea to supply Russia with artillery shells and anti-tank missiles. In exchange, Kim wants Russia to give North Korea advanced technology for satellites and nuclear-powered submarines, Also, he wants food aid for his starving nation. More than 245,000 pounds of frozen chicken strip meals have been recalled because they could contain pieces of plastic. The recall includes banquet chicken strips meal. There's been at least one reported injury. Anyone with the recalled product urged to throw them away or return it to the store. This is USA News. This cardboard order, is it up to date? Camila's recyclable coffee cup factory can no longer be considered a grande. Redesign, it's at the printer. She needs more designers to jump the business to a triple shot. Client wants to see several more design options. The logo's got to be bigger. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates, and you can schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from the Indeed dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Hey y'all, this is Ronte, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A honey pepper pimento chicken sandwich is the pimento cheese. I was like, go cheese, go pimento, go honey, go get it. Hi, this is Chantrice, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A honey pepper pimento chicken sandwich is the mild spiciness of the pickled jalapenos. No, it's the crispy chicken. Actually, I can't decide. It's the entire sandwich. Order the Honey Pepper Pimento Chicken Sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Available for a limited time. Real Chick-fil-A guests paid for their testimonials. A surgical tool the size of a dinner plate was found inside a woman's abdomen 18 months after her baby was delivered by C-section. That's according to a report from New Zealand's Health and Disability Commissioner. An Alexis retractor, or AWR, which can measure up to six inches in diameter, was left inside the mother's body following the birth of her baby at Auckland City Hospital in 2020. The woman suffered months of chronic pain and went for several checkups to find out what was wrong, including x-rays that showed no sign of the device. The pain got so severe, she went to the emergency room. The device was discovered on an abdominal CT scan and removed immediately in 2021. Singer Gary Wright has died at 80 years old. This happened yesterday. He had health issues, according to his family. Wright's son, Justin, told TMZ the musician died at his home in California with his family and loved ones by his side. The singer-songwriter was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease more than five years ago. 
And shortly after that diagnosis, also learned he had Louis body dementia. Wright produced 12 different albums dating back to 1970, best known for two songs he released in the mid-70s, Dreamweaver and Love is Alive. I'm Corey Myers, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Welcome back to the show. Nice to have you with us. J.D. Sharp's going to come in and Mel Churchman this hour as well. I saw this list of the top 10 largest stadia in the world. <clears throat> and I thought, well, that's easy. The Maracanã uh, in um, Brazil for the World Cup. They built it in 1950. It holds 200,000. I didn't realize they took the top deck off. Now it's the Maracanã. holds like 80,000. Um, fifth is Ohio Stadium. And third is Michigan Stadium. <laughs> so that rivalry... Uh, the Horseshoe is 102,000. The Big House is 107. Beaver Stadium there at State College for Penn State, 106,000. Then uh, second is North Korea's in Pyongyang. Rune Drago 1st of May Stadium holds 114,000. But the biggest stadium in the world, no longer the Madakana, as I mentioned, it is Narendra Modi Stadium. Yes, it is in Ahmadabad, India. I have never heard of Ahmadabad. Uh, it's named after India's prime minister. It just opened three years ago. And it, it's a cricket stadium that holds 132000 The stadium cost $100 million to build. In America, it always costs a billion to build anything. But in India, they did it for $100 million. Rick, the safety measures therein do not qualify. Okay. 
But, uh, yeah, so if you, anybody asks you the biggest stadium, just say uh, something in India. <laughs> I already forgot the name of it. But, uh, yeah, cricket. They are mad on cricket in India, that's for sure. And Pakistan as well. They're, they're mad on it, I say. Um, 1-800-878-PLAY. Get in, get heard, wherever you might happen to be listening in this great land of ours. And uh, shout out to our troops listening both home and abroad on AFN. I'm a FAN of the military. You're doing fantastic work keeping all of us and our allies safe. So you stay safe. Hope to see you at home soon. I'm on Twitch.tv. How you doing? There's the camera right there. Uh, tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app, and the Twitter is at Rick Tittle. So we'll talk some more sports for another hour. Get on back. Some days, my active psoriatic arthritis makes it hard to get in the game. Now, the ball is in my court. Thanks to treating my skin and joints with Sky Rizzi. Rizinkizumab Rizzi, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection for adults. Sky Rizzi helps with less joint pain, stiffness, swelling, and fatigue. For those who also have plaque psoriasis, 90% clearer skin is possible with just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With SkyRizzy, there's nothing like clearer skin and better movement, and that means everything. Ask your doctor today about SkyRizzy and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. The only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-211-6008. That's 800-211-6008. This is J.D. Sharp. I've been developing a revolutionary sports handicapping service, and you can be a part of the beta. Sign up at BetUS.com with a deposit of as little as $50 and use the promo code SHARPBETTING. Email a screenshot of your account to WorldwideSharp at gmail.com and I'll reply personally with my plays. My NFL record this season was an industry best 72 and 33, and this is the only way to know all my plays the moment I make them. Let's keep making money together. Wake up, people. You're optimizing every waking hour of your life. From carpooling kids, to work, to friends, and everything in between, you have to get sleep. And a bed that can perform as well as you do. Meet the next generation Sleep Number Smart Bed. It effortlessly adjusts to your shape, position, and movements. Learning how you sleep, so you learn to sleep better. Night after night. Sleep next level, only from Sleep Number. Don't miss our Labor Day special. Save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed. Plus free delivery when you add a base. Ends Labor Day. Titillating Sports 
with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome, he's a genius. Coming up next, Rick Tittle. Hey, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. And I'm going to talk like this the rest of the way. No. Um, J.D. Sharp in the next segment will talk sports with him. And uh, Coach Mel Churchma will join us at 1140. So this is an open segment if you would like to jump in at 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. I think it's interesting when I <clears throat> saw this listing of the top 12 fantasy quarterbacks for the NFL and obviously you know Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and Justin Herbert are going to be on that list but I saw that Justin Fields was five and I thought because he runs for a thousand yards I guess that's it but Anthony Richardson is on the list at 10 ahead of Dak Prescott Anthony Richardson is going to score more fan. This is why I don't play fantasy. I have, I have no idea what's going on. All right. But when you play or work for a guy who runs the whole spiel, I mentioned Al Davis. Well, <clears throat> Al Davis was a head coach in the league. He was a commissioner of a league. He's in the Hall of Fame. He has three Lombardi trophies. But Jerry Jones, <clears throat> who has some trophies too, never coached. Played at Arkansas with Jimmy Johnson. That's right. We played for the Razorbacks together back in the day there. And uh, he was never a commissioner. But he kind of feels like he said before when uh, he had Barry Switzer there that he could coach the team. So you know if you work for him that he's going to meddle. He has his own radio show and he puts a ton of salt on a McMuffin. We saw that on Hard Knocks. That's still creepy as all hell. They... (laughs) like some bad porn or horrible like bro, bro, bro interview they like digitally altered the m on top of the mcgriddle like we wouldn't know what it was and he turned it sideways and he salted it for about an hour i bring it up because the cowboys sent a third round pick uh, a couple weeks ago to the niners for trey lance and it felt kind of spur of the moment um, sorry, a, a fourth-round pick. A fourth-round pick for the third overall player from the draft two years ago. And that's because it was. <clears throat> we found out that Jerry Jones, who calls himself the GM, didn't tell anybody about it. He didn't even tell his head coach, Mike McCarthy, either. He said, no, we didn't tell anybody until we did, period. There was nobody that knew about it. We told Mike after we had done it. But my point is, we just wanted to get it done. Again, we didn't want to waste any time. My point is, we didn't. We didn't want them. We didn't want them to hang up. So then he doubled down on it. And there were people like saying, well, who else gave approval? And so he was on his radio show, 105.3 The Fan, in Dallas. There. <clears throat> and he said, I didn't have to send it around. I can make that trade in five minutes. 
And, <laughs> you know, McCarthy said, I was involved in the evaluation, but the actual business component of it, I am not involved. Those decisions come down to Jerry and Stephen. That's his son. And so he said, he said the conversation with the Niners, he said as, as soon as they were serious about trading, you know, we, we had to have them. And, you know, the Vikings talked about it because they don't really like Kellen Mond behind Kirk Cousins. And, you know, Jones doesn't like, I guess, Cooper Rush behind Dak Prescott. But it just shows that, hey, I'm in charge. I'll make the trade. I don't got to tell anything about it. I mean, I, in a way, I guess it makes sense. Let's go to the phone lines. We have Robert in the great state of Michigan. How you doing, Robert? Hey, real good, Rick. Uh, hey, happy belated uh, Labor Day. You too. That's a that's a big thing out here in this in this part. I would so, imagine so. Yeah, all the factory yeah. workers. Yeah. Of course. Hey, can can I can I chime in on what you uh, talked about with the Rocket Man, the book, just a while ago, in sure. the previous hour? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to add a few anecdotes that uh, the name Jimmy Ray ring a bell. Jimmy Ray, I I know him more as a coach. Than, right, yeah. right. He play, he was Michigan State's quarterback for the 1966 game. If you remember, they call it the game of the century, perhaps in college football. And then also, well, I hate. To, well, a true fact is that. You have to be my age or older, even if you saw those people live. Mm-hmm. So I hope, you know, I don't discourage your audience, but uh, you have to be almost a senior citizen to remember someone like James Harris. Right. Quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. Sure. And later went on, played a little bit better with the Rams. I remember James Harris. Yeah. Right. He was another good one. He came out of Grambling uh, State, and um, I remember... Uh, there was always the Notre Dame football show with uh, Paul Horning, and I think it was Lindsey Wagner, kind of a broadcaster who had a long, long career. Lindsey Nelson? But Lindsey Nelson, I beg your pardon. Lindsey Wagner was and, the uh, uh, the bionic woman or whatever. I'm sorry, I, I beg <laughs> your pardon. But what I wanted to mention was also uh, we would watch that Notre Dame show. I think it was on a Monday night, but on a Sunday morning came the grambling Eddie Robinson show. Mm-hmm. And back then, it was fantastic. Grambling went undefeated for maybe, I don't know. What, am I feeling if I say 70 straight games, they won, maybe. Grambling wow. was like the, the college in, mm-hmm. uh, in the South. Mm-hmm. And it was such a fun, they would, they would put up 50 points, you know, it was just uh, like a highlight show. And it was just, uh, just another, James Harris went there to, to Grambling. Mm-hmm. So... I just wanted to add that in the anecdote. And then, um, well, Spartan Stadium, we were talking earlier about all the conference movements and all that. That's kind of what's going on now. But Spartan Stadium is 100 years old. you wow. believe that? There that's hard, to, in, in, that's in, hard in, to believe, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the true one. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to add that, Rick. It, uh, those were my comments on the Rocketman book and uh, – I was lucky enough to see those guys in real time, like Warren Moon and CFL, and mm-hmm. like as I mentioned, Harris and uh, Jimmy Ray and Doug Wils- Doug Williams, who was mentioned earlier too. Mm-hmm. Fantastic! He won the Super Bowl later. Yes, he did with Washington. Yeah, 
Hey, I'm, I'm glad I'm I'm glad you listened. I'm glad you chimed in. Thanks for the thanks for adding to the uh, to the discussion. Appreciate it, Robert. All right, Rick. Appreciate it. All right, good stuff. And uh, yeah, I remember just it really wasn't that long ago. Um, I mean, you could be a black quarterback, but it, it, you you had to be basically, uh, you know, Peyton Manning or Patrick Mahomes. You know, if you were just some <laughs> Colt McCoy type of guy, there, there was no chance. It was like play running back, play wide receiver. The Raiders had this guy, Ronald Curry, who was the state high school uh basketball and football player of the year out of North Carolina. He went to North Carolina. He was a Tar Heel basketball player. But he played quarterback, and so Al Davis gave him a shot at quarterback. And he stunk. And then he gave him a chance at wide receiver, and he stunk. And then they gave him a chance at DB, and he stunk. And then I'll never forget, at the Coliseum against the Niners, who were even worse than the Raiders last year, Ronald Curry went back to take a punt. He muffed it, and the Niners got it in the end zone, and they won. But Al tried him at four different spots because he believed in his athleticism. The guy should have played basketball. <laughs> I mean, remember Kenny Lofton at Arizona? Like, why isn't he playing basketball? Well, what did Kenny Lofton played like 12 years in the big leagues? I mean, sometimes you make the right choice there. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back with J.D. Sharp. This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 
800-915-9654. That's 800-915-9654. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. Uh, I feel bad about that now. 1-800-87-A-PLAY. It's time to check in with one of our friends from Pro Wagering, ProWagering.com. It's J.D. Sharp. We'll talk a little college ball. I'm interested in, J.D., how the uh, the pundits, as you guys, your professional bettor, when you look at what happened with Clemson losing to a basketball school like Duke and, and really beating themselves in so many different ways. It was an implosion like we haven't seen in a long time. Do you sort of ride off Clemson and say, I'm done with you, I'm not going to trust you the rest of the year, or do you think, no, this is a top-10 team and they're going to do great the rest of the year? I mean, do you kind of have one eyebrow raised? I mean, a, a bad better would, would write Clemson off. If you watch the game, you would see that they have, they have gained Duke by quite a bit. Uh, they had two red zone fumbles. They had several weird turnovers. Riley Leonard's run was a total fluke play. Red- Leonard played well. I think he has. A, I mean, he, he's a top twenty prospect according to Mel Kiper. Uh, he's he's a good athlete. He's got a good size arm. He's got six four two fifteen. But uh, I, I actually I like what I saw from Clubnick. I don't see a number one wide receiver run. I'm not a huge fan of Will Shipley. I haven't been for a long time, but he is relatively productive. Uh, I just I, I think that they're going to have that same situation. Uh, where where Mafaz fumbled twice in the red zone in multiple games uh, in, in, for the rest of the year, and so when I when I watch a game like that, I think that there's going to be a massive overreaction to Clemson playing or not even playing as poorly as they did, but being victim of circumstances the way that they were, um, and that for me creates an opportunity to find value in a line at some point down the road, Rick. Very interesting. All right, let's take a look at uh, Florida State because 45-24 over LSU and Florida State came in at 8, LSU came in at 5 and basically destroyed uh, Louisiana State. Uh, Are you feeling bullish on the Knolls or do you also say it's early? Oh, I feel very bullish on the Knolls. You look, I mean, Jordan Travis, 
He's got the size. Yeah, he's he's smart. He's got a great arm. He's relative. I mean, he's athletic enough. He's he almost kind of reminds me of Mahomes in the way that he plays the game. Uh, they also have two complete mismatches at wide receiver with Johnny Wilson, who's every bit of six foot seven, two hundred and forty pounds, and then Keon Coleman, the Michigan State transfer, who's six four, two twenty, and he's such a good athlete. At one point, he was going to go to Kansas and play basketball. Uh, Jared Verse is probably a top ten pick defensively. They've got Akeem Dent, several five star guys in their secondary. Uh, yeah, I mean, Florida State, in my opinion, uh, has a real chance of making the college football playoff this year. They have what they need at the positions that matter. Trey Benson, their running back, he's got that size, 6'1", 220. Uh, he was number two last year in yards yards uh, after contact at 4.4. So uh, he's able to break tackles, which which is big. And they also have a lot of speed at tight end with Jaheim Bell, the transfer from South Carolina, and you saw that with his, with his touchdown catch at the end of the game. So, yeah, I'm actually very high on Florida State. I think there's a, a pretty decent chance that they could end up a – they, they could end up really vying for a national championship in a couple of months. You know, the, probably the most hyped college team we've seen in years was was Colorado, a team that had done had like one good year out of the last 20. And Deion Sanders comes in and kicks a hell of people out, brings a lot of people in. Of course, they're on their way out of the Pac-12 like everybody else. But, you know, he puts his son at quarterback, and then they go to TCU, and they're like, okay, now we'll see the real, if the proof is in the pudding. And his son throws for 510 yards, four touchdowns, no picks, and yeah, they give up 42 points, but they still score 45 and, and win in a, in a shootout. And I got to say, I'm kind of surprised. Yeah, a lot of people are surprised by that. I, I, did, I didn't touch the game. I did watch pieces of it. I watched highlights as well. It's not just Shador Sanders. It's also Travis Hunter. Um, it's also Edwards, the, the running back as well. The thing about Edwards, though, is he's five foot nine, one hundred and sixty-five. Dylan Edwards is six five nine, one hundred and sixty-five pounds. Uh, Travis Hunter is six one, one eighty. He played one hundred and ten snaps. Offense, defense are saying he's a Shohei Otani of football. Uh, I think that that might be a little early to, to make a statement like that. Um, but yeah, they I mean they, they they beat a TCU team that got completely blown out by Georgia last year in the national championship game. And obviously this team didn't have Doug and this team didn't have Quentin Johnston or a couple of their, their, their decent corners that they had last year, like today, you know, uh, Josh Newton or uh, Hodges Tomlinson. But I, I, I mean, right now, Rick, there is more money on Colorado than any other NFL team. Mm. Despite the fact that the NFL lines have been up for three and a half months that, and these Colorado, this Colorado lines been up for two days. So what does that tell you? Uh, the, the general public is jumping all over Colorado. I think the line's four, four and a half, or three and a half right now. It may hit four. Could it hit six? If, if this much action keeps coming in on Colorado, it could hit six. Uh, it could be a, a Cinderella story where, I mean, they have enough talent. If, if Sanders is the real deal, then he can probably roll these guys to victory. But the, when I look at Colorado, I see a lot of athleticism, but I don't see a lot of size. When you look at Nebraska, yeah, they had three interceptions. They lost to Minnesota. But for the first time, Nebraska can run the ball and stop the run since, like, Bo Pelini. We're talking 10 years. Um, defensive line, they go 6'6", 320, 6'3", 340, 6'6", 270. Um, they're bigger than Colorado. I, I think that Colorado will have a tough time handling their size and stopping their run. So I wouldn't be shocked at all to see Nebraska win this game going away. I also wouldn't be shocked if this this – Colorado team is kind of the team of destiny, as as Dion so eloquently puts it. Then, then maybe Colorado uh, ekes, ekes a small victory here. But uh, I, I will not be taking Colorado spread. 
I am seriously considering taking Nebraska if the line gets high enough. Your, uh, by the way, speaking with J.D. Sharp, pro-wagering, your top 25 Iowa Hawkeyes were at home, and it was the debut of Cade McNamara at quarterback, and it looked like they kind of had things in hand against the Utah State Aggies at halftime, and it got a little hairy in the second half. They did end up winning by 10. So not, I mean, like a win's a win, but not super convincing against an opponent like that. What are your thoughts? Yeah, that was, Iowa's such a strange team. Because McNamara did look good. I saw, you know, one of the biggest things, and I, I watched him play for Michigan a couple of years ago, and one of the biggest things I noticed was he just didn't have the arm strength. But in that game on Saturday, he threw a ball 48 yards off his back foot with no, without stepping forward. So the guy could sling it 55, 56 for sure. Uh, Caleb Johnson looked okay. The defense looked good. It, it's always going to look good. I'm, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm really not sure to, what to think about Iowa at, at this point. I didn't see the, the pressure defensively that I would have liked to see. I don't think they sacked the quarterback more than one time. Jay Higgins had 16 tackles, which is fine. Cooper DeGene looks like a first-round pick. He played the way that he expected to. Uh, Xavier Wongpa had a great interception. He's a five-star kid that came that, that, that joined the program two years ago. So I, at, was, I, was I super impressed with Iowa? No. Uh, I, I expected to see what I saw, but it was. I, I did like to see a quarterback that is going to – like I, I think Cade's going to consistently throw – 62 to 68%. And I think, and, and Iowa hasn't had that in, 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 in sorry, that's my baby, in, in quite some time. So it's, it's very, very nice to see that. But uh, I'm not, I'm not gonna, gonna say that. I think that there's a, a great future for Iowa this year. Um, I wouldn't be shocked at all if Iowa State played the Hawkeyes really tough. I mean, the spread's only four for a reason. It's an in state rivalry, it's in Ames. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I did like what I saw from Cade McNamara. And then finally, kind of ironic that Oregon State, as they're probably going to try to get to the Mountain West next year, they're actually a (laughs) top-20 team, and they came down to the Bay and and beat San Jose State, which is nothing to brag about, but you wanted to see how Ugalele would look, and he looked really good, you know, five total touchdowns. Uh, What are your thoughts on the, as they call them, I hate to call them, they call themselves the Beavs. What do you think of the Beavs? The Beavs. I mean, Ugalele was a he was a top he was a top prospect in football when he came out three years ago and he went to Clemson. He had a pretty good freshman year, playing behind T. Law for I think a year, and then he really tailed off last year. Didn't didn't do very well at all. So uh, it's nice to see him land somewhere else. Yeah, Oregon State always has talent, and they they typically they actually generally have a much better running game than they do a throwing game. But he scored both ways. You know, he had five touchdowns. I want to say two through the air, three through the air, and two on the ground. And uh, we'll, we'll see if they land in, in the Mountain West. How interesting would that be if the Pac-12 essentially dies and the Big 12 essentially dies and the Mountain West becomes? I mean, it, it, you're not you're not talking uh, in, in, as far as like elite programs. Although UNLV does have elite an elite stadium and elite facilities at this point. But one of the more complete comp conferences is going to be the Mountain West. That, that to me, is very interesting. So UNLV, by not going to the Pac-12, actually sets themselves up to, be, to turn the Mountain West into, into a, perennial, a perennial power, I think, eventually uh, in college football and, and in sports in general. Maybe in 100 years. 
<laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. You're, you're seeing it's, it's essentially turning into an oligarchy, Rich or every uh, Rick. When I mean, you look at the, the Big Twenty Four, the the SEC, the ACC, what 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 else? What's the other conference? Big Ten. I mean, the Big Twenty Four. I said. Oh, sorry. I thought you were taking the Big Twelve becomes the Big Twenty Four. Oh. No, 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 no. The big the, the Big Ten has become the, what is the Big Twenty? I mean, what is the big, big 18, 18 teams? Big 18. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the Big 18, the SEC, the ACC. What else? I don't know, but I got to run. <laughs> <All right, Rich. laughs> hey, J.D., thanks for your time, man. Hey, thanks a lot. J.D. from ProWagering, ProWagering.com. Come on back with Mel Churchman. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain, they know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738. 800-278-1738. 800-278-1738. 
That's 800-278-1738. Teams have four attempts to move the ball 10 yards. So if you see a graphic on your screen that says first and 10, that means it's the team's first attempt to get 10 yards. crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on the American Forces Radio Network as well. And it is always great when we bring in Coach Mel Churchma uh, as a former Division II football player at St. Mary's. I love bringing in one of the best Division II coaches of all time. He's also a Super 16 pollster, which is a collaboration of the National Football Foundation. Go to footballfoundation.org to see how you can get a vote. And the Football Writers Association of America. Mel, welcome back to the show. Before we get started on the poll, can you tell me, growing up on a farm in South Dakota, what was the coldest day you remember? Oh man, there's <laughs> that's a tough question. There was a lot of them. <laughs> uh, we had at that time. We used to, for whatever reason, we had a lot more snow. It seemed like in the winter. I can remember snow drifts up. You know, you had the telephone lines, which were probably eight feet high or ten feet high, and I had snow drifts that you could stand on the snow drift and touch the telephone lines. So <laughs> we had a lot of cold days. The coldest day I remember is my last game I coached at Duluth, Minnesota. That was that was, that was probably uh, uh, in the wisdom of the NCAA. They had a night game at Duluth, Minnesota in December, and at kickoff the uh, the real temperature was I think seven degrees, and the wind chill was about thirty five below. Oh. So when, when we <laughs> when we Californians complain about forty nine degrees, you laugh, don't you? Yeah, we sure do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's take it through. The thing I love about this poll is that there's 16 teams, so everyone is pretty good. Um, you feel, even though LSU lost, that they still are a top 16 team. They barely made the list. They did get um, kind of a little shocker there against Florida State, but you still believe in Louisiana State, Mel? I do. I had them. Uh, I actually had them as 16th. Um, they ended up in the poll as 14th. Uh, you know, they played on the road. Uh, Florida State's good. Um, LSU made some mistakes. So I, I think LSU definitely will be somebody to reckon with as the season goes on. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Colorado, I mean, it, as much hype as you could possibly have with Deion Sanders and so many transfers. And then he said, my son's going to be quarterback. I got to say I was surprised when they went to Fort Worth and it was close, but they won that game and his son throws for over 500 yards. I I thought it was nepotism, but it looks like there's some real talent there. Well, I, I believe in him. I, had, I actually had him, uh, I'm looking, I had him at 14th in my poll. Mm-hmm. And here's the reason why. The thing that stuck out to me, I watched a lot of that game, and there were two, two different instances where TCU had a breakaway uh, that, you could have very easily just given up and given them the touchdown. And in both of those cases, 
a kid from Colorado ran it down and uh, ended up costing TCU. I think both of them they got three instead of six and or seven, and uh, I, that just tells me something about the attitude of the team when when they're you know yeah Dion uh, you know he uh, he's got a lot of hype and all that, but I tell you what his kids played hard and they played together and uh, you know. There wasn't a lot of showmanship. They went out there and played, and I, I, I have a lot of respect for that. I thought Dion might have worn his cowboy hat, but maybe not. Anyway, <laughs> um, when you think about the shocker, uh, and we, we say basketball school, Duke does have a football program, but you lose 28-7, you're Clemson, you were ranked preseason 9, and you beat yourself in about every way you possibly could with a block. Uh, field goal and and fumbles at ridiculous times. Now I got to give the uh, the Blue Devils some credit, but if you're Dabo Swinney, what do you you know? He said it was the weirdest game he was ever a part of in his life. But what do you tell your players? Because you know, in college football, you kind of feel like the season's over when you start off zero and one against a, a bad team. Well, I, here's the thing that I I, I really believe, Rick, is that uh, if you're gonna, if you're going to lose, you need to lose early. And, uh, you know, I, I think you can, I, I think, a, I think they can recover from that loss. And especially when they, when they sit down and look at the films, uh, and I don't want to take anything away from Duke. I was really impressed with what Duke did. I, I you know, uh, what, uh, what they've done in, in the second year there, uh, I, I think is pretty, pretty amazing, but, uh, um, Clemson can sit in the, in the film room and they can talk about that. All they got to do is clean things up, and they're going to be a good team. Uh, they could one loss, and you can still be in everything you want. I, I really believe that, especially when the loss is early. Now that was a conference loss, um, so that hurts a little bit. But otherwise, uh, you know, if you're like I said, if you're going to lose, lose in the first or second week, and by the time you get to December, everybody has forgotten about that loss. No doubt, we're speaking with Mel Church, a Super Sixteen poll. You know, growing up here in California in in the '80s, when I was playing at St. Mary's, the 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 Pac-10 at the time. You know, he had Don James at Washington, he had Terry Donahue at UCLA, USC was USC. Um, just so many fantastic programs. To think that you know, in 2023, Cal and Stanford would be begging NC State to please flip their vote and let them in the ACC, which nearly miraculous now those two schools remain Power Five. Are, are you shocked at the almost, I mean, it was basically a little over a year that the Pac-12 has completely disintegrated? Yeah, that's, uh, that's sad, really, uh, because it takes away, uh, the one thing that I hate to see is that uh, for conferences, I, li- I like to see regions, you know, and uh, the Pac-12 was a perfect region there. They were all on the West Coast, and uh, they had their own identity, and now uh, I, I, you know, they've lost their identity now. I mean, uh, the schools individually have have their own identities, but uh, you know, they're mixed in with people from all over the country. And uh, uh, when it when it's all said and done, there's nothing wrong with that. But I, I do feel bad for. Uh, uh, I think the rivalries and things like that. I think it really takes away from some of that. As we mentioned, only 16 teams to pick. You picked LSU, so I'm sure. I don't know if it kept you up all night, but like the team that almost made the list, was it Wisconsin, Tulane, Oklahoma, Oregon State? Who were you thinking? For me, the, the last one that I didn't have in that I, that I really thought, I mean, I, I was really impressed with him was North Carolina. I thought they played 
great defense. And, you know, that was at South Carolina. Uh, right. You know, I, I had I had some angst about putting out North Carolina in and leaving LSU off. Uh, but, it, you know, it's, it's early. <laughs> uh, North Carolina is going to have a lot of chances to prove themselves. And uh, I just – I thought they really, uh, you know, they've been kind of – more of an offensive team, but I just I was really impressed with their defense. They they really they they moved around so well, and uh, uh, they have people that can run on defense, and that's the thing. Uh, you know, I, that was the thing I was impressed with. Duke Duke's got some people that can run, and when it's all said and done, uh, if you've got team speed, uh, that's a plus. There's no doubt about that. I, I think those are two teams that really uh, kind of in a way surprised me at the team speed that they had. And then, of course, Colorado's got all kinds of speed. So uh, I think there's going to be some great games this year uh, as the season goes on. Yeah, you mentioned the Tar Heels. Maybe the greatest day ever for those two quote-unquote basketball schools with Duke and North Carolina with two very impressive <laughs> victories on the same day. Um, I also uh, wanted to ask you, when you're Georgia and no one's ever had a three-peat, and you know, unfortunately we get these things like University of Tennessee, Martin, you know, it's not a country star. That's a school, and you know, you you try to you try to you know these these poor kids. They show up and they bring a fat check back for their athletic department. But if you're Kirby Smart, the complacency could really set in, and you start to believe your own hype, and you start to think of yourself as infallible. How do you keep your players on the straight and narrow, Coach? Well, I I think uh, you know, I think first of all you have to be. Totally honest with them. You know, I mean, uh, <laughs> those are games that, that you should win. They know you should win. Uh, what you got to do is you got to focus. I always felt like in games like that, you got to focus on yourself. You can't talk about the, the, the opponent. Let's talk about how much better we can be at the end of the game than we were last week. And I, and I think, uh, you know, I mean, that's why uh, there's no doubt in my mind that that's what they're doing and that's why they're successful is uh, they keep that. Uh, they keep that the win is important, but what they do in order to get that win is a lot more important, and where it's going to take them is more important. So I, I think they'll I think they'll be fine. I think that's uh, you know that's kind of a uh, a given now in college football that uh, you know those those schools that uh, are FCS schools that that need that money for their uh, uh, for their budget. Uh, it's a great thing for them, and uh, you know for uh, for most of the, the the better division ones, they can they can easily afford to do it, uh, and there's not the risk of a loss. I think uh, when you when you play the best FCS schools, I think there's danger there uh, because uh, your kids can over if if you're a, if you're a power five, you can overlook that, and uh, all of a sudden uh, you're in a ball game, and uh, if you're not if you're unfortunate, it could be too late. And then it's really something. So, uh, but you know, like for Georgia and the, and the team they're playing, that was not a powerful FCS school. So I think you can just be real honest with them and say, hey, you know, we're going to go out and all we're going to focus on is what we do and, and mm-hmm. try to make ourselves better. Last question for you, Coach. Uh, Ohio State beat Indiana. It took a little bit, but they beat them. Um, Ryan Day played two quarterbacks, Kirk McCord and. Devin Brown, you have them at three, which is about as high as anybody in of all the pollsters. So you're, are, does that mean you're okay 
playing two quarterbacks, or do you think that's going to be a problem unless you pick one? Well, um, you know, I I went through that a long time. I I never believed in two quarterbacks, and mm-hmm. I think it was two thousand eight. Uh, it was we had uh, we had an opportunity. We had the perfect setup to use two quarterbacks, and our offensive coordinator. Uh, wanted to do it. I was not really for it, but I let him do it, and it turned out to be one of the best things we ever did. I, I think it depends on how you handle it, and it depends a lot on the kids how they handle it. You know, they've got to understand, and 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 then also, are they do they bring different things to the table? You know, I mean, uh, uh, my own experience, I had one quarterback that was uh, a great leader, uh, a good passer, not very mobile. And the other quarterback was young, reckless. He could throw the ball all over the place, but he could run. And we we paired those together, and I, I you know, we got beaten the national championship game. But we uh, uh, we, we caused a lot of we beat a lot of great teams that year with a, with that combination. There he is, Mel Churchma, one of the pollsters for the Super 16 poll, nationalfootballfoundation.org, and also the National Football Writers Association. Of America, Coach, always great having you on, talking ball with you. Uh, enjoy the season. Let's catch up down the road. Well, I look forward to it, Rick. I appreciate it, and it's always good to have somebody that knows that Division Two exists. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I appreciate it a lot. All right, good stuff. Thanks, Coach. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Get on back on Sports Byline. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. 800-392-7027. 800-392-7027. 
That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-433-0539-800-433-0539-800-433-0539. That's 800-433-0539. Paid for by Fix My Student Loans. Back to pass goes targeted. He's going down the middle, and White makes the catch. He is clean, but holds on to the football, losing the helmet. Chin strap flying one way, helmet the other. Holy Toledo! saw Rick Tittle at the laundromat last night, and I was hella checking him out. I just kept staring at him, and he played like I wasn't even there. I'd be like that then. All right, thank you for that. Something weird happened at the uh, U.S. Open yesterday. Alexander Zverev, who's a uh, German player, um, he was about to serve in the fourth set um, in the uh, fifth round against Yannick Sinner. And then the chair empire uh, pointed out um, that someone made the most famous phrase Hitler ever said, and it is not acceptable, and he was thrown out. And then I, as a student of history, like, what, what was Hitler's most famous saying? I'm like, I don't know what that is. The guy was singing the German national anthem to support Zverev, and Zverev said, I don't need that. But the German national anthem is Deutschland, Deutschland, über alles. That's what it was. It means Germany, Germany, better than everybody, better than everyone in the world. Deutschland, Deutschland, über alles, über alles in der Welt, that's in the world. English is a Germanic language. That's why it's beer is beer. But he got thrown, he got thrown out for singing, um, for saying uh, Hitler rhetoric. Now, was that the national anthem in Germany during World War II? Yeah, it's still the national anthem of Germany. They sing it before every national soccer game. So if you don't like it, that's fine. I'm not telling you to like it. But to say that it's Hitler speech is really going overboard because he did not write this song. But anything attached to that. Now, now everything is Hitler. If you have a boss you don't like, he's Hitler. A teacher you don't like, he's Hitler. A girlfriend you don't like is Hitler. I'm Rick Tittle. Say it one more time, Rick, and you're going to get canceled. The H word. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific time.
hope we don't have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to end the show.